Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, and welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer. Today I'll be talking to Victoria Jackman and Jim Flood, who are going to talk about martial arts, so karate, and how they can be used to help people with neurological conditions such as brain injury and going through rehabilitation after brain surgery and also other neurological conditions such as autism and ADHD. But first I want to just thank my sponsor HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges gaps in concussion care through simple powerful technology to organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University and Volleyball Canada rely on HeadCheck to, to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. And please subscribe, rate, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcasts and on, and on YouTube if you don't know already. Um, and also, uh, please support the advertisers on my website concussionjock.com Thank you so much. And now, here are Jim and Victoria. Okay, uh, well, thanks, everybody. I'm on with, now with Jim Flood and Victoria Jackman. And I guess we'll start off with uh, Jim, I think, with my plan. So, Jim, would you introduce yourself? Who you are, you're, I guess, guess a three-parter. How you introduced to karate and well, who you are, how you introduced to karate and your brain visually. So, I don't know, if, you know, keep it very, keep it very length, but you know, still. Sounds good. So, Nick, um, my accident happened in 2005. It was a head-on collision, car crash. Um, ended up uh, sliding straight into another car. It took the ambulance about an hour to cut me out of the uh, the car. It was in Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, next thing I knew, I woke up in the general hospital, I guess I was in a induced coma for 20 something days. Um, So when I woke up, um, they asked me a whole bunch of questions. They said that uh, I had to have a transfusion. I broke um, my leg. I completely shattered it. I need um, plates through my femur, my fibula, tibula, fractured both wrists, um, had a three, three different spots. I had cracked my skull, right? So fractures in my skull, I had the brain bleed. And, uh, I guess my wife at the time, Nick was 
six months pregnant with my oh. daughter, who's now 17. And <laughs> she, uh, she was told that I probably would never walk again, talk again, that it was time to sell my businesses and stuff like that. Oh. Thankful, Nick, they were wrong. Yeah. I'm He's still there. here. He's there. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So how did, how did you get involved with, you're in Cardi before that, because I saw in the article, you're 46 years of experience with Cardi, so. Oh, yeah. You've been I, involved in Cardi long before that. That was your, was that your passion? Your business? Well, it was. It was my passion, definitely. I started when I was 12. I came from Scotland, right, and to oh. Hamilton, Ontario. So I started when I was 12. I went all the way through, um, I guess, 46 years I've been doing it. I've coached the national team. I've won at the World Championships quite a few times. Oh. Uh, it's my passion. I've coached and produced hundreds of world champions. Wow. Uh, after the injury and stuff like that, and then going through COVID, COVID was a big driver. During yeah. COVID, um, everything shut down because I was doing yeah. a lot of consulting. Okay. After COVID, I couldn't go anywhere, do anything. And I had been coming to Newfoundland, St. John, since, yeah. what, 1994, doing seminars here. So I knew that the people okay. here were great people okay yeah, why Scotland then Hamilton then Newfoundland I was gonna ask you how you made that journey but you're playing now so well and and not only that like real estate prices here are much better That's people, <laughs> people are very friendly here yeah. and uh I thought well let's try here we'll come here for a year my family love it and refuse to go back they right. said I can go back, but they're staying here. Right? Yeah. So, you know, um, that's why I'm here. When I did come here, Nick, I started teaching at a martial arts school here and noticed how many people in St. John's were either had autism or ADHD or both. Yeah. And I was shocked at how many people were. Um, I started looking into it. Yeah. And found that Newfoundland has one of the highest prevalence of uh, ASD, ADHD, and uh, autism oh. in the whole of Canada. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So at that time, Nick, I realized, hey, because of my brain injury yeah. and because my genetic background, my, my mother had dementia, Lewy body dementia. My father had um, Alzheimer's. So I'm much more predisposed, especially because of my injury. Yeah, gotcha. I, I wanted to figure out what I could do to, number one, improve my brain health, make sure that I don't fall into Alzheimer's or dementia. Yeah. Right? So I started coming up with this program and teaching the kids there. The parents came up to me and said, what have you done to my child? I was like, what do you mean? They said, you're getting my child to do things that a lot of the medical professionals haven't. Yeah. What are you doing to them? And I thought, you know what? I'm just teaching karate. Yeah. And through my studies, I realized karate is one of the best things for mental and physical health. Oh. Right. I started to incorporate a lot of the things I did in my own recovery. 
with the stuff that I was learning. And then I came into contact with Florence from Mindful Matters, okay. the psychologist there. And I've also got a good friend in England who works with a lot of accessibility for people on autism and ADHD. Oh. And through those two, they really educated me on what to do with, with people that have autism and ADHD and what the best approaches were. Right. And uh, that's when uh, things started to take off with this neural defense. Wow. And and I also got introduced to this young lady beside me who's going to be a doctor. Right. She she her she's a wealth of knowledge and she educates me on a daily basis. So that's my story, Nick. Oh, it's an amazing story. And uh, so anyway, that from the from the uh, brief uh, video or whatever it is, video I guess. But uh, now it's time time for uh, Victoria. So or a doctor, Jackman. Is it? <laughs> is not? Is it? Is it now or is it about to be? Coming soon. I am a medical student at Memorial University. Um, I will be entering uh, my third year um, this fall, so I'll be graduating in 2025. So can I cut out there? So uh, did uh, did you ever? I was I'm a uh, standardized patient there. So I've been the neurosandardized patient at the med school, and uh, I've been to the uh, the been done the uh, the neuro. Thing with the the the, the CLSC or whatever it's called. Oh my goodness! I I bet we've run into each other there. I've been sure. doing that for like five years now. So I mean, I, I was definitely there this past year when you would have been there second year. We're oh, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for being mm. part of that program because mm. <laughs> medical students were so so incredibly grateful. Um, it makes such a difference to our learning. Um, I wasn't actually there for uh, for this past year. Um, what brought me to neurodefense was uh, in um, in the in the early new year, I actually had to have um, a brain surgery to yeah. uh, relieve pressure on my brain from a neurological condition, um, and that uh, that required me to take a pause from medical school, unfortunately. Oh. Um, but while I've been uh, been off and recovering, um, I've returned to martial arts uh, where I started when I was eight years old. I trained, nice. in Kempo, I trained in jujitsu, I trained in taekwondo, um, and I did that um, very uh, routinely until the age of 16 and then on and off uh, during my undergrad. But you guys teach do karate, right? That's what you are. Now we're teaching karate, yeah. So... Um, so it's been it's been great to be back. So while I'm off of uh, off school, I'll be returning in the summer. I'm I'm working on this program and uh, and helping Jim teach. Cool, yeah. So uh, so you 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 first you first got the interest to cry when you were eight, eight years old. Yeah. And did uh, you? Well, I guess like ask this in combination. Do you have any idea where you want to go with medicine? Like what branch you're doing to find medicine or general or emergency or I see we're neurology. I'm actually really interested in physiatries and rehabilitation. Oh, nice, not perfect. That's that yes. ties very well. So you're, you're, you're using this brain injury and neuro. <laughs> using this as a rehabilitation, just neurodefense. 
I'm, I'm, it's, it's been incredible being part of it has been, uh, it's, it's, it's been great for my recovery, big time, um, going back to the pad work and, um, getting my physical fitness up and, and also on, in terms of being a medical student, I'm learning so much with yeah. how that firsthand experience, how it can help the brain. Love so it. it'll help as a physiatrist for sure. Definitely. As you see, that's a perfect question. As you see, what have you learned from Ivan and Judy? Well, you can ask this question, but I guess great now. So what have you learned from each other about what have, what, so also Jim, what have you learned from Victoria about, I don't know, what the brain, karate, rehabilitation, I guess, to learn about how your, how karate, or your program, neurofence really affects, which is really good for rehabilitation. Well, you, you know, like um, karate, it's body, mind, and spirit. Yeah. So with the neurodefense system, we really try to make sure that number one, that a lot of our a lot of our kids and adults that come in, they have initially a hard time with their coordination, their motor skills, right? Yeah. Their executive functioning. So we really work at targeting that by working certain drills karate does a lot of repetition and people with asd especially really do well with re repetition asd is it's just famous asd would be uh, autism um, spectrum disorder okay thank you right and and uh, most people with autism or a lot of people with autism also have adhd yeah as well Right. So it makes it even more difficult for them to overcome a lot of the issues that they may have. So with the repetition that we use in karate, we're training their body and mind. We're building those neural pathways, right. which are really important. And what I've recognized, Nick, is with my own recovery from the brain injury, I had to reestablish those neural pathways. And that's the repetition. It makes those uh, the pathways deeper in the, the brain and makes it much more efficient and faster to travel there. Yeah. So a lot of the exercises that we use are working at building that neural pathway and building that conditioning and the fitness. But I guess the most important thing that we're doing, Nick, and the reason I'm seeing these kids do so well is we're building that self-belief. We're looking for these yeah. kids. Okay, what do they do well? Whatever it is they do well, we expand on that. And we really let, let them see, hey, this is something that you do well. This is your superpower. We're going to build upon your superpower. And then all the little things, they're going to come with time. So we, we give them that self-confidence. And then we work at making sure that we address all the other issues that they're having, whether it be balance, coordination, um, fitness. We work them one-on-one one -on -one and we customize the program based upon what they need. Wow. That's, that's, that's impressive. So uh, now it's Victoria's turn. So what have you learned from Jim? Oh, it's been amazing working with Jim. I can see when he's working with the kids, how he instills 
this this amazing opportunity for them to believe in themselves. So yeah. I've learned so much from the tone of your voice, the way that you look at somebody, um, the way that you explain things, uh, when you can bring in a parent um, and say, okay, I'm going to teach it to little Timmy this way, but yeah. also explain it to mom and dad. And um, one of the biggest things I've learned from Jim is the importance of culture. So the values and the belief systems that yeah. you bring forward in a karate session. That's something he talks a lot about during our karate classes is we want to have a positive environment where we have kids believe in themselves. We're using positive psychology um, in how we communicate um, with kids and, um, and coach them in achieving their goals. And, you know, from we as a medical student, I can read this in research and I can read it in yeah. books. Um, yeah. Now I'm seeing my textbooks come to life. So every time I come to class with Jim, I see exactly what we we know from research potential for for kids and for people that per, uh, participate in programs what can happen but when you actually see it come to life it's amazing that's, so i'm learning so much from him well that well yeah that's because we see now for i know newfoundland is not a hotbed of desire but i mean but that even like pediatric desire and it's be so it'd be so beneficial to take what you've learned from from jim from teaching the kids McCarthy, just to bring to your own brand of desire, to your own, it's kind of like individualize your own, not individualize, but like make it part of the culture of desire. Well, absolutely. Because yeah. that's a big thing that Jim's taught me is just the importance of you can have the basic concepts that you're trying to teach somebody, but how you individualize it to the person's. Yeah. You have an idea of here's a curriculum or here's the objectives we want you to meet, but what are the circumstances going on in their life inside of the dojo yeah. and outside of the dojo? And how can we integrate um, all of the, everyone brings something in that's different than the next person. And we have to address that in class. And it's very sure. sim similar to a physician. When someone walks into a clinic, two people might have a concussion, uh, but how um, is their treatment plan going to be different? You have to tailor yeah. it to the individual. And, you, and like Jim says, karate is mind, body, and spirit. And I think, um, that's something that's so beautiful about physiatry is it also looks at things holistically. Um, so I'm learning tons from working with Jim. It's definitely going to, I know this is going to be incredibly beneficial for my clinical skills in the future. Could I interject something there as well? Because sure. I think for both of us, Victoria and I, we learn more from the parents and the yeah. kids that are in our classes, yeah, because they are the real life people yeah. going through this, right? And, and and we realize that what's working for one person might not work for the other, right? But we're getting immediate feedback, yeah, allowing these pay, pay, our parents in the class with us. So these kids are teaching me and Victoria yeah. so much more, I think, than we're actually teaching yeah. them. You know? Yeah, no, like, I mean, it's a town class, but it's like in the Vivo laboratory. It's like, it sounds yeah. totally crap to say that, but that's where it is. I mean, just seeing the results in front of you as they develop. And uh, I probably just mentioned someone saying about your, if you read your chronic and you're recovering from your brain injury, but also I should say first that uh, the laboratory, because I, I know what it is, that it was in gym, those who have been through it, obviously. Um, but uh, bizarre is real, but they missing. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's bizarre is like bizarre is like a doctor 
physiotherapist, but doctor, I'm not a doctor, so that kind of thing. But uh, now after that, little little bit of a little aside there, uh, Jim. What did you did you go through? Did you how soon after your brain injury did you get back in on the in the dojo in your gi in your gi? Or, did, or that was that a was that a process? Yeah. Well, the 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 one aspect of it, I had a hard time, Nick, because of my physical injuries, the broken bones right. and stuff yeah. like that. Right. That was probably about a year, right, before I got back into the dojo. Once I got back into the dojo, there was a um, transition period where I had to kind of try and retrain my brain, try and relearn things, work my balance, yeah. all these different things. I would say it took me from the physical to and the mental. It's it's really funny, Nick. I don't know how, how about yourself, but it took me about three years. Yeah. Feel normal. I remember yeah. one day, one night. I will kind of accept it, kind of like accepted your your whole it all like for your perspective has changed. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you, Nick. Three o'clock in the morning, I woke my wife up in bed. She goes, "What are you doing?" She was all grumpy. Right, three o'clock in the morning. No, goes, Whoa. wonder why. <laughs> I goes, Leslie, I can think, I can think. She goes, "What do you mean you can think?" I was, I don't know what just happened, yeah. but now everything seems clear. It, Nick, it happened almost overnight. Wow. It felt like, and it was three years. I remember that things clicked in, and I could actually start think. The fog had lifted because there was a yeah. fog in my brain, and the fog actually lifted, and it was it was amazing. And I I had to wake up and tell tell somebody. And, and that's how you just kind of you're healed up. You just have to go back in your game and the, in the dojo and started. Developing this program, more or less. Well, no, I I just went back to teaching. I didn't start developing the program. Um, so probably can. a few years down the road, yeah. right? Um, so but, but um, millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I, I would say it was probably a good while into my recovery that uh, I started developing the program because I had to figure out in my own mind how I could make myself better before I could make anybody else better. So a while ago, I was going to ask you about the, the, the how is mind-body connection affect the recovery. We've kind of all both already touched on how that is. With, it's hard to explain how it's just how the mind-body connection really hits on the buttons on some button there. I don't know, my screen didn't mess up, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't think it did. Um, uh, yeah, but that'd be, it's hard to really explain to anybody listening or even watching about how the mind body action is just is just that it affects affects you and your perspective changes towards to just you know just being I think it's coordinates just it's a narrow thing it's hard to really explain I know unless one of you think you thinks you can explain how the mind body action really impacted you. Well I got I got a little thing Nick right and one of the things I realized when I had the accident through my recovery, everybody was treating me different. Everybody was, yeah. I'm going to say babying me. They, yes, they yes. want me to get hurt. Yeah. And I would try to do stuff and they yeah. were trying to protect me. Yes. It used to frustrate me to no yes. end. Yes. Right. I, because I was believing in myself, yeah. but they were trying to be overprotective, yeah. which which made it my recovery harder. Yeah. So it took a while for yeah. me to believe in myself yeah. and realize that these people were just trying to help me. Yeah. 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 But I had to truly start to show them, Hey, I'm okay. That yeah. was part of my recovery. And I had to slowly gain their confidence yeah. that I could do it. And once I could start believing in myself and allowed me to go higher levels of recovery. Over time, I gained their trust that I wasn't going to hurt myself. Right. And that took a while. Right. Um, so I say the whole mind body thing yeah. takes a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, what you're saying is just ring. So every single word is ring true for me, what you just said. So, yeah. That's what I was trying to ask. It's hard to explain to people who had nothing to do with the situation or a similar situation. But yeah. Um, so yeah, but it's too bad. It's too bad because it's it's so valuable to 
had that situation. Like, I mean, I feel that I just got to not say got to live two lives, but kind of did. Like, I know there's that. One of the quotes I love now is a Confucius quote that says that every man, every everyone, every woman, every man, woman, and child, has everyone has two lives. Their second one starts when they realize they have just one. And uh, I just like that the quote is just, it's just so hard to really, and I uh, just and just kind of just the whole that's that's what kind of comes to you within a different sort of way when you're going through recovery from something. That affects your nervous system, nervous system, brain. But um, yeah, that was my little side again. There, um, you guys are you guys are in your gi now? You guys just came from just came from this issue. I'm looking at the be thoughtful, be on uh, the. I can't see that now. Yeah, nerve defense. I see. I can see you try this area. So yeah, see so this part. Just how nerve defense part. We just taught a group of 14 kids, right, wow. in our class, right, um, all with autism and stuff. They just did amazing. And we we actually, Nick, had two of Victoria's old instructors to come in and watch nice. the class. Nice. And they were amazed at how well these kids did. So so what, what age are the kids you taught? And again, no more. Just that range from six years old to I think 16, 17 is the, oh. uh, the, the oldest that we're teaching right now in terms of our group classes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been amazing to see kids from all ages, how yeah. they can get something from karate. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, cause it could be, it could be something you, could, you can do lifelong. You could find different ways to adapt it to yourself, no matter where you are in life. And so when, when, did, when did you start this program? Oh, we started February 6th is when we started one of our, uh, we, we launched a pilot program. However, Jim started teaching this back Probably about July. in July of 2022. Oh, geez, I can't believe it. I hadn't heard until I saw that article that uh, earlier than CBC. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and we 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 actually it was one of our problems. We we are getting too many demands for the program. Yeah, yeah, I've been out. Yeah, that that so many people are. I think Newfoundland is an underserviced community population, yeah. right? And they don't have services like this, and that's why we want to spread it as far as we can. We yeah. want to take it across Canada because yeah. I think. Canada in general, sorry, the world in general, right? This population is very underserviced. Yeah. Right? And we 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 want to change that. Yeah. So I take it from these if your two instructors showed up, Victoria, they are from St. John's or Paradise or Newfoundland, Newfoundland, let's say. Um, so where uh, your studio is is where now? It's in Paradise? We are currently St. John's. Yeah, it's in Topsail Road, just on Topsail Road in Paradise. You know, local question. Are you past Overpass or on Topsail Road, like towards CBS, like towards Sobeys? Like Overpass now Sobeys? There's a roundabout. Uh... Yeah, just past Sobeys. Okay. Oh, okay. And, and we're we're right across from Subway Restaurant, one of uh, my favorite, well, favorite places. <laughs> I, I think other people will have heard of that place. And but she mostly most of Canada will have heard of Sobeys. 
But uh, yeah, but everyone knows Subway. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's a lot of knowledge. But so you've been so you teach that once a week, or how does how many how often do you teach? No, say was just is it trying to drop in like you have a class once a once a day or once a week or or you'll have a. We've got multiple classes on a Saturday and a Sunday, and then we're getting students now that want private classes. So we're doing private classes and we're actually um, looking at putting another one in on a Thursday, I believe. Wow. So you got to say it Sorry? You have lots of demands. That seems like, yeah, definitely. It seems there's a, a lot of need for maybe, like it's hard to find instructors who are, as well, first of all, into the as into it with the birth brain injury and brain recovery and brain rehabilitation. Victoria want to mention that she is not actually she has not been brain injured. She had, she had brain surgery, which she mentioned before. But uh, yes, but still intimately involved with the the brain rehabilitation of neuro neuro rehabilitation. So, uh, do you find is that one of your main things you want to find say instructors who are more more knowledgeable of that or well, Nick, not looking at oh, definitely, Nick. In order for this program to expand, we're developing a program, a teaching program to oh. teach instructors how to teach people that are neurodiverse. Now, that oh. neurodiversity can be from brain injury. It can be from autism, ADHD, Parkinson's, a whole number of different issues, but not just in martial arts. We're developing a program for any kind of physical activity, recreational activity, so that the instructors are better suited to teach this greatly needed program. Yeah. Yes, yes. Obviously, I'll finish off on the question of exercise and so the physical conditioning. But uh, do you find that how important? How important do you think do you, do you guys think? Because you guys are the experts in this. Do you think that is to recovery relative rehabilitation the uh the development of the of asd and adhd kids how oh, important interesting is extremely important so we know for all bodies exercising and maintaining physical fitness is extremely beneficial um but for somebody with adhd and asd exercise can actually help in and particularly the martial arts based exercises that we're doing um can help develop areas where there are deficits. So um, spatial awareness is a difficulty for a lot of students, um, coordination difficulties, sensory integration. And, um, and so th through exercising, not only are they getting physically fit, but also the like neuro, there's neurocognitive benefits as well. Um, mm -hmm. For these kids as well, lots of social benefits. So they're yeah. in class working with each other, um, working with their benefit, or sorry, working with their, with their parents to benefit as well. So there's really this physical component, a psychological component, a social component. Um, exercise goes so much more than just building muscles and yeah. the heart pumping. It It's building community. It's building a sense of believing in themselves. It's, it's really is that holistic mind body. And can you, well, can, can you feel from your recovery from your surgery, can you feel? I don't know if you can because you had no crazy experiences, but like, do you feel you that's been I don't know that not been a physical but mind body brain connection? How do you Absolutely. feel that's that's I mean, it's all the difference? So when you are recovering, 
you've experienced um, a period where you're you have less perhaps physical energy or or yeah. somewhat limited um, in, in terms of things that you're you're able to do, and when when you're recovering, like I can wake up in the morning and I'm noticing I have ten percent more energy today, yeah. I have twenty percent more energy, now I have thirty percent more energy. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Then I can come in and I can do some pad work and see, oh wow, I I can throw that punch harder now. I can uh, do things these faster. Um, so physically. I could definitely feel the restoration of fitness, um, but also what it does in terms of my own self-confidence and my own feeling of um, having, I think, I think it, it transcends to becoming a feeling of, of purpose where I'm mm-hmm. benefiting from this so much, but I can also share those benefits with other people through teaching. So it's, it's, it doesn't incredible things um, from that physical level all the way to feeling fulfilled um, and feeling excited for the things I'm going to be doing throughout the day and, yeah. uh, and making the recovery, not just helping me, but to help other people as well. Wow. So Gina, I guess basically it's then this, the same question. Did you find that when you got back to karate or martial arts or any activity, did you find you used more energy? Yeah, because I know brain injury, that fatigue is a big part of it. And uh, did you find that there's a big difference in uh, after you got back to a uh, to party, you know what? 100%, Nick, because being told that you could never do stuff that you did before, right? Yeah. And you're 100% correct, especially initially after the accident. You fatigue really fast, very yeah. quick, right? Oh. And um, slowly building up that physical fitness, having an avenue to build up that physical fitness, doing stuff that people told you you couldn't do, yeah, right? It gives you that, hey, you know what? I'm not as bad. And it gives you that self-belief. And over time, right, I understood that when I did work out, I felt better, I slept better. And over time, I was thinking better. Right. But it it was a gradual process of doing it. And again, it's that self-belief having doing not listening to everybody that told me I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, seeing that, hey, I can do this. They don't know. They don't know me. I've got the desire to get better. Yeah. And I've got now got the vehicle to help me get better. I think they I think that's very important the desire your personal desire and the actual ability to actually to do something even if others don't believe you but to know that you what you can what you can do know your own actual abilities and to and to just have them available to you and to know that you can access these abilities so I think that's hundred percent you know yeah. um it, it, and I'm sure you went through the exact same stuff, Nick. Right? Although you actually your home was longer than mine, which is impressive. I was like, I know I was in long. I was in two week coma, but yours has been like yours was well, three weeks. You said your your induced coma was three weeks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine was two. So that's I'm just duly impressed by that. Uh, yeah. Just so in similar time frame, somewhere like minus well three years or five, but uh, yes, but this has been an amazing conversation, and I'm 
I'm sad to end it to end it now, but we we're stop before I go. I could talk to you guys forever, so better not though. You just you see people listening may have grown issues of just not being able to listen for 37 minutes now, for 40 minutes. So but thank you guys so much. And uh yes, and uh, I guess before I let you go, uh if people I guess you guys said you're very strong now all these calls and but if you want to hear more swamps, get you get swamped more and more calls. How can people reach you, reach out to you and find out more about your program? Do you have a website or a email address or a schedule? Yeah. We have an email at neurodefenseprogram at gmail.com. Neuro, neuro, um, neurodefense is one word. No, no doubt. And it's spelled uh, the defense part is spelled D E F E. N C E. So it's we have we have we have the Canadian spelling on that. Yes. So neurodefense program at gmail.com. And then we have uh, a Facebook page as well, which is just neurodefense. Wow. That, uh, yeah, because actually I've looked I've looked on both pages. And uh, I as well did C E and I wrote wrote down before the word words wrote down and I spelled C because I'm always actually confused by it. If it's S E or C E, you know, like which one is English, which one's French, which one's both. That's <laughs> not I mean, that's my little side there. That's the uh the the the, the Jim? Nick, yeah, we wanted to make it the Canadian spelling, right? Because this program that we've developed is a maiden Newfoundland program, yeah, right? By people on that ha have neurodiversity yeah. in their life. So it's made in Newfoundland for people of Newfoundland, and then we want to spread it right across the world. Nice. That, that's the down off that. That's great. And uh, yeah, so neurodefense, neurodefense, one word, defense with the C, neuro, N-E-U-R-O, defense, D-E-F-E-N-C-E. I'm saying that quite too quickly, but uh, at gmail.com. And uh, neurodefense program. program. So oh, geez, I turned around so Forget what I just said. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to right, right now. Everybody, the correct address. So N E U R O D E F E N C E program, P R O G R A M at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm not going to even try to. <laughs> that. That's a. I'm bothered with a lot of letters. But uh, yes, but check that out and uh, definitely. Contact with them if you're from Newfoundland or not, or Newfoundland lovers today, or in Canada or not, and just want to reach out and find out about the program. And uh, and the sorry, the Facebook page again is just Nerd Defense, Nerd Defense, or just search Nerd Defense on Facebook. Just search Nerd Defense on Facebook, and, and uh, it's, it's you'll see our logo. Paradise and Elena. The logo you'll see because I'll have that. As the icon for this, this podcast, and I'll promote it on Instagram and Facebook, so you'll see it. But uh, yes, so you hopefully are guys. And uh, thank you, Victoria and Jim. And uh, I look forward to chatting more. So thank you so much. Hey Nick, we want to see you in one of our classes. I, I want. I would definitely want to come to one of our classes. Actually, I'm the actually talking to you guys. So uh, I'll definitely. I plan to. I'd like to be there. Loved it. They great. So yes. Yeah, so thank you guys both so much. Thank, Thank you. you for having Thank us. you for listening. Thank you for listening, everybody.